96.5 KLH, good morning. Dave and Doreen, along with Marcus. You know, back in the day, when football was just like a three or four months a year yeah. thing. We didn't hear about it then They for actually months. needed training camp, remember, to come yeah. in to get into shape because most of those guys had real jobs in the offseason. But covering the Green Bay Packers is a 24-7, 365 proposition nowadays. And we've got a lot of questions. Our Green and Gold Insider, co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN and three-time Wisconsin Sports Radio of the Year, Jason Wilde. Good morning. How you doing, Jason? I would like to publicly thank Aaron Rodgers. All the complaining I do privately about the Aubrey Marcus podcast and <laughs> Darkness Retreat and all the other stuff mm-hmm. causes me to talk to you guys today. So oh, nice. I, I, I want to thank him for that. Well, we have so many questions, we kind of hit critical mass. We needed some expert advice on this. First of all, why are there no Packer coaches at the scouting combine? Goody's there, but I don't see any coaches, nor do I hear of any coaches being there. Why? Yeah, I can give you the, uh, the explanation that um, they are giving, which is that they're, uh, they – stayed back and they're working on scheme and other uh, aspects of the coaching operation and all the interviews are available on video anyway so they don't have to be there now i saw dan campbell who is a a a longtime former player uh before he became a coach and now is obviously the coach of the lions i saw him say something yesterday about how he doesn't even care really about the workouts that they do in indianapolis he wants to be there to look these guys in the eye and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And Dan Campbell doesn't have much say over the Lions personnel, just like Matt LaFleur and his staff don't have much say over the Packers personnel. But uh, I just I don't understand how having less information uh, by not going, I just don't understand how that's a benefit. Like, I can't imagine that there's not enough time during the offseason to work on scheme things that you can still go to the combine. I, this idea that, oh, well, they've got other stuff to do and Sean McVay didn't go last year and all this other stuff, I just, I don't buy that. So now it leaves you with, well, what would be the reasoning? One would be Matt LaFleur doesn't want to have to answer Aaron Rodgers-related questions, and generally speaking, when coaches are at the combine, they have to talk. The theory that I have is that maybe the coaches don't feel like they're opinions on players are particularly interesting to Goody anyway, and they're not listened to, so what's the point in going? But I don't I don't buy the simple, oh, everybody's doing it explanation. I just don't. So could it be a fracture in the uh, quote-unquote silo-less management troika of Goody and LaFleur and Mark Murphy? In other words, like, maybe Goody wants to move on, and maybe LaFleur doesn't want to move on, and maybe the opportunity for the media to ask questions of coaches would be there should they be in Indy, and then you don't want to appear like you've got a fractured front. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. That's that's a possibility. I I, I mean, look, I I am old school. I am a believer in stick with what works, uh, and this structure uh, has its pitfalls, and it's why I ticked off Mark Murphy to the point that he kind of walks the other direction if he sees me coming and finds alternate routes to walk back from practice. If he, Unless he has no way to avoid me, he avoids uh, me. Got it. 
Um, but I asked them at a press conference, you know, what makes you qualified to change this process and, and change the way the structure is so you have more of a voice? And he did not like that a couple of years ago. But remember, when, like, Goody interviewed for this job, he thought it was going to be the same way that it was under Ron Wolf and Ted Thompson, which is the president hires the GM, and the GM oversees every aspect of the football operation. And that's not true now. It's it's Goody, LaFleur, and Russ Ball all on the same plane of the organizational flowchart. All right, so uh, is it really just Aaron's decision, right? The Packers, all the reports say that they're itching to move on from him, but if he decides he wants to play in Green Bay, he stays in Green Bay, right? They have a contract? Yeah, I mean, they'll have to, They have, first of all, they have to adjust the contract. It's not, and Rodgers has even acknowledged that. So that, that part of it, they're going to have to figure out some ways to, to do things differently. There's no doubt about that. Now, in terms of whose decision it is, you know, the scenario that I would love to see unfold because I'd be fascinated on how it plays out is Rogers says, I'm, I want to play in 2023 and I don't want to go anywhere. I want to be here. And if Goody really and truly, because I, I do wonder if it's been uh, exaggerated, but if Goody really does want to move on and Goody has to have the conversation with him of, well, we appreciate, we're glad you want to come back, and we appreciate what you've done, uh, but we'd rather go with Jordan. So, you know, if you want to play next year, it's not going to be here. And then see what happens. Now that, I would say, is a dramatic uh, storyline that I'd be very interested in. Here's what I think. I think that the Packers still are more than fine with Rodgers coming back under certain parameters. And I think one of them is he has to come to the off-season program. And he has to be more invested in being a better mentor and leader to these young guys. You know, one of the things that really bothered me last season was when he went on McAfee, I don't know, what was it, October maybe, and he talked about all the mental errors that all these guys are making. It's double-digit mental errors. Usually it's three or four in a game and more 10, 12, 15. And then when I said, did you think that was good leadership? And if so, why? He claimed that it was. And then I said, that, then he made a comment about how if anybody has any problem with what I said, those guys can come to me. I'm right here at my locker every day. And I wanted to slap them upside the head. <laughs> I would like to see if, that. <laughs> if you're, yeah, I mean, I tried to maintain some measure of decorum. But what I wanted to say was, are you blank and kidding me? If you're Romeo Dobbs, a rookie fourth-round wide receiver who's surely making a, a bunch of mental errors because he's learning the offense and it's complicated with you as a quarterback, you really think he's going to walk up to you in the locker room and say, hey, man, I thought that was BS what you said on McAfee. Are you, are you serious? So I think he has to make an adjustment to that. I, I think Goody was very clear after the season ended. Someone asked him if Rodgers needs to be at the offseason program if he comes back this season. And Goody's answer was, you know, it's, it's voluntary, it's optional for veterans, et cetera. He could have stopped there, but he didn't. He said, you know, we invest a lot in these guys, parentheses, $150 million to the quarterback. <laughs> mm -hmm. We would like them to invest the same way in us. 
And then he said, I understand that it's not as important for veteran players, but it's important for our young guys, for those veterans to be there. And I thought that was as clear of a shot across the bow at Rogers as Goody has ever shot. Because I really think that they, they were like, dude, we just gave you this ginormous contract and you couldn't be bothered to come to an off-season program that you used to be here religiously for from 2005 through 2019? Are you kidding? So I, I, I'm not in the crowd that believes they're just completely done with them, but I do think that they would like to take their organization back a little bit, and I do think that they would like him to be, I think Tom Pelissero used the phrase, fully bought in. I think they need more from him. I think they want him back, but they want the best version of him. So Aaron Rodgers finally came back from his darkness retreat, spending four days contemplating retirement, coming back. Do the Packers have to sign off on him doing that? Because heaven forbid, walking around in the darkness, what if he refractured the toe? What if he right. got yeah. you know poked his eye out with a towel hook? Or right. Did right. the Packers have any say-so in that he could do that? Yeah, I don't think so, Marcus. I think there are, I know that there are certain things written into various players' contracts um, as stipulations to, for lack of a better term, protect them from themselves, right? Like, uh, you can't, you know, I remember in my youth, and it's certainly one of the signature moments after they, they went to the World Series, but, you know, Robin Yount driving his motorcycle. Motorcycle, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. into County Stadium, right? Well, if I remember correctly, though, he did have certain stipulations in his contract because he was a dirt bike motocross guy that said, look, you can't you can't do that stuff. And so I, I do think that there are those types of things. I think there's, you know, with some guys, it's like even something as simple as like pick up basketball in the offseason. Uh, I don't think. You know, darkness retreats are a rider in the uh, contract. But to your point, I do think that, again, this is another one of those things where it would be nice if you communicated this kind of stuff with us more clearly so we knew, look, it's your life. You can live it the way you want. But these are things that we would like to know about. And I don't think that that's unreasonable. All right, my friend. Well, thank you for the insight. We really appreciate that, as always. And whenever the decision is made... I'm sure we'll call you, get more from our Green and Gold Insider. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, I kind of want to get one of those phones like Batman has. It's just uh, like it lights up. Send out the signal. What the are you got? The big G in the sky. No, a big W big for Big W for Wilden. Yes. There you go. I like that. All right, I'll be on the lookout for it, everybody. All right, Take thank care. you. You too. Jason Wilde, he is the co-host of Wilding and Tausch on ESPN, of course, here in Milwaukee. And three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year.